previously on Live at 605. It was just like a huge mess to get in there. And then, of course, there's always one girl who goes in and every guy freaks out like, oh, my God. How did you not realize? Isn't it all urinals? John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto, celebrating Canada 150 and USA 280. I don't know how old USA is, as this comes out on July 4th, 4th of July, Independence Day, ID 4. This is season 14, episode 10 of Live at 605. Milestone for everyone. We're almost at the finish line, actually. Wow. It's kind of crazy. So, um,. Got another crazy episode, mm-hmm. but before we get into anything again, we have to do what we did last week, which is get ready for Hobo Watch 2017. Oh, man. Let me put on Lobby Watch. Oh, oh. We got to... Okay, we just no. put on Lobby Watch. Right now, we have four people hanging out in the lobby. Two of which are senior citizens. So. But one dude just like hogging the door. That's like a little front door. annoying to stand right there. Standing right he's in front of the front door. Looks like he's lecturing out of his mind, yeah, though. He's extremely am- animated with his yeah. hand gestures, but... <laughs> We, um, I'm happy to say we are one week hobo free. Definitely. The last hobo we saw was last Monday in the stairwell. Which was insane. Is that Matt? No. Is it? No. <laughs> yeah, Matt I mean, on? <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe. No, I, no, I think it's just no. some dude. Okay. But uh, we're happy to be back with another fun-filled episode. And right now, dinner update. Mm-hmm. We are making ribs tonight. My time. This is the first time I've ever made ribs. Correct, and ribs is one of the, one of the few dinners that I actually make. Yeah. Because I can handle the meats, I guess. Yeah. As you almost spilt your coffee I everywhere. Know. But we uh, did a joint rib uh, connection tonight. I ripped off the membrane, and you lift up a good recipe to like marinate it with. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys, I'll post a link to my uh, redneck recipe. But <laughs> the first time I made ribs, I checked my email. It was 2012, and I googled. How to make perfect ribs. Did your parents used to make these ribs? They didn't make these ribs, but my parents definitely made ribs. Yeah. But they also have the luxury of having a barbecue. Yeah, I think that's like the key thing. It's like what we need is a barbecue. Yeah, so when I Googled how to make perfect ribs, I found a bunch of YouTube channels. And there was a bunch I, I could have used, but I decided to go with the one that had the most redneck-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's he's like... He's basically wearing a wife beater. Yeah, he's like super tall and lanky. He has like a bad mullet of like bleach blonde hair and then he has like a weird Fu Manchu mustache <laughs> so I will post his YouTube but he did link get, he did make good ribs yeah, you've had no complaints no so far complaints right whatsoever. so I'll post that on facebook.com slash live at 605 mm-hmm. where you can also see all of our fun pictures and gifts such as Jay-Z's 605 album cover <laughs> which we had some fun with mm-hmm. and uh, all the other stuff and then how do people get in contact with you get in contact with me check out Val Gomez 23 on both Instagram and Twitter. And have you posted anything? Not yet. I'm doing it tonight. I know. I, I want you to post it soon. We'll, we'll see. You've got your Canada Day weekend. Yeah, my 150 Instagram. Uh, oh, it'd be great if it was my 150th post. Ooh. Well, we've over, we've done over 150 episodes. Yes. Damn near near 170 episodes. Mm-hmm. We should do something special for 200. Okay. So. What? 200. 
Canada birthday or 200th episode? 200th episode. Do <laughs> you think I'm going to give a shit in 50 years about Canada? I'll be 82 years old. <laughs> so I, I hope was, to be dead. So I was thinking about this yesterday because I went to the morbid place of Canada is 150 in quotations. I say that loosely because it's really not. John's breaking all of our electrical equipment. Um, it's not really 150 years old. There's obviously been like indigenous groups and things here longer. So it's just when we sign the Confederation for Canada that we are 150 years old. And on the count of three, let's say the first ever Prime Minister of Canada. One, two, three. Sir John A. McDonald. <laughs> I was going to wait to see what you said because I knew it. I'm like, he either knows it or will say something really ridiculous. And a quick question for everyone. Do you say buried or buried? I had to go bury the body. I have to go bury the body. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, either way, what I was thinking about yesterday was for Canada's 200th birthday, Yeah. me and you will probably be the only ones here. What are you talking about? The Who only are ones we going to be celebrating it with? We'll be in our 80s. Yeah, what are you talking about? You mean like with our families yeah. and friends? So morbid. Yeah, most of our family... <laughs> <laughs> If someone honks at us. Yeah. It's uh, my conscience. Yeah, but by the time it's Canada 200, no one's going to give a shit about what we want to do. What is Canada 200 even going to look like? Well, if we make it to Canada 200, Jeez, I'm also going to that we. morbid place. If you look at some tweets from certain dictator leaderships yeah, and shit. Yeah, that's true. I, I hope in 200, at, in 50 years... Canada will have a different, or Toronto will have a different rubber duck. Whoa, or yeah. a different animal floating its way up to the harbor front i hope 50 years from now we're not even driving like i hope we're teleporting places or shit yeah what what iphone will we be on by then iphone 51 51 yeah who knows 50 years i i honestly hope i'm dead by then (laughs) really 82 yeah no one's gonna give a shit about me at 82 what about me yeah you will but you're gonna be like i have no teeth because of my baby teeth i'm about to get dentures but uh, I don't really even want to th- look at this small person walking up. Oh. Oh. Hunched over guy. I know. I think he was on the last podcast. I think so, too. But uh, where do you think the world will be 50 years from now? Or like Canada more specifically? Ooh. I think Quebec will still be separate. Wow. Right? Going there. Going there already. I think Toronto will be Condo City. Yeah. I do think we'll have things like monorails. Yeah. Don't we already to, have monorails? As opposed to streetcars, so mm. like in the air there you to go. take us away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully just as multicultural, just as fun. Well, what did we hear that racist cop today? Oh, God. Remember, we've seen like a, we've seen a, we did a lot of people watching today. Yes. And as we were walking down our street, there was no hobo, but there was a cop maybe talking to, like, a hobo. Yeah. And the cop was basically saying, like, oh, you know, all these immigrants, you know, I'm Canadian. This is my country. Like, I don't know about all these immigrants. <laughs> I was like, and I thought it was, like, somebody else. I didn't realize it was, it a, was a cop. You didn't realize it was a cop. No. It was a racist cop. Apparently. Uh, damn skippy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. If people want to get in contact with you. Uh, they can go to Malencamp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh-huh. I've been dropping a lot of good tweets lately. Yes. And Instagram, I do a lot of Insta stories. Uh-huh. And then I just delete a Snapchat because I don't use it, so I won't promote it. Okay. And I don't think anyone really uses Snapchat anyways. Because, no, you have Instagram stories. Exactly. And then what do people do on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So... 
Should we get into this week's episode? Oh, yeah. Do you have any sponsorships this week? <laughs> so, originally, I didn't have any sponsors, and then we literally, on our way home um, from our giant walk around the city today, we went to Loblaws to go get the ribs, the aforementioned yeah. ribs that we are cooking right now, and some other groceries. And we're in a line, and obviously, on a long weekend, despite it being the end of a long weekend, grocery stores super packed as if we're like literally putting supplies away for the rest of our lives yeah it's as if it's like the end of the world and you gotta go get supplies so john and i were in one line where it was packed but we were in one line and there was like a bunch of different people with like huge shopping carts filled in front of us and then to the right of us there was two kind of express lanes it was like a 1 to 16 item and then a 1 to 12. I'm like, oh, I think we have like under 16 items here. Yeah, right? we, we technically, I think, had 17, but then we dropped a can of Coke. So, so we're fine. down to 16. So I'm like, okay, let's go to the 1 to 16 line, which was significantly shorter. Yeah. Right? So we get into that lineup and do you want to go into it? This is the sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Yeah, I was at the front of the shopping cart, so I was putting everything on the conveyor belt. And there was this lady in front of me, and she didn't have one of those separation like bl- bars. bars. So she's like, here, I'll put my tissue paper as like a separation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, here, I'll put my box of Rice Krispies down. And she like looks at me, and she's like, ugh, gross. <laughs> Those are disgusting. I was like, uh, okay. okay. She's like, they taste like air. <laughs> I was like, all right, mind your business. Just mind your business. <laughs> yeah, okay, Will. <laughs> all right. And then like two seconds later, I, we finally get the separation bar. So we're starting to put stuff on like all of our fruits and vegetables and meat. Fish and shrimp and, and she kale. Looks, and she's like, she picks up our Rice Krispies. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really nosy. But she's like, this is healthy. And she's like pointing at the Rice Krispies. And she's like, this isn't. And she's pointing to like uh, ice cream cones. ice cream cones. And then she's like, these are healthy. And she's like grabbing our, like. She's grabbing all of our food and and like analyzing it. And she's like looking around. She's like, sees our ice cream. She's like, well, this isn't healthy. And so it's like, why? Like, first of all, (laughs) like, if we are like being like super bitchy. Like, she's lucky she didn't catch you and I on a bad day. Yeah, she's lucky she didn't catch feelings. Exactly. Because... All she had was, like, fucking four rolls of, like, box, like four things of toilet paper, which is, like, it's not Boxing Day, people. No. There's no reason to buy this much toilet paper. And, like, five containers of almond milk. Yeah. So it's like, where the fuck are you going, lactose kind of thing? Judging us for our... <laughs> exactly. And this is one of the healthiest ones we had done. We got so yeah. much fruit and vegetables. We have literally 15 apples in our fridge right now. <laughs> So I forgot that on Friday I bought apples, and then I bought apples and again. Or apples. And I hadn't eaten any of those apples yet. Because my favorite apples right now are jazz apples. Those are really delicious. They taste good with peanut butter. Yeah, not to be confused with jazz hands apples. <laughs> but I will say, though, like, I think what's really frustrating is that this woman felt compelled to give her, give us her thoughts on our grocery list. Yeah. But then also gave us her commentary on our choices. Yeah. Like, I, I could have been like, bitch, please, you ain't got no two-ply over there I don't getting, like, one-ply toilet paper. Yeah, what are you judging me for? Like, yeah. If anything, I'll judge you back ten times harder. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't you remember? I'm the guy who shaded someone last week while listening to Macklemore. <laughs> yeah. So. And then even the cashier, she was, like, oh, she all was so about her family that. business. I was actually going to say, like, here's the thing, and we've spoken about this about cashiers, right? I've had that cashier before. Mm. She is damn well a chatty Cathy. But yeah. she's also sometimes really slow. Like she'll stop midway yeah. and just start talking to you. Right. And I, I'm like, I can't, I can't be part of it. 
Yeah, but she, I felt like she knew I was, like, not having it, so that's why she spoke to you. And I felt bad because she looked like someone's grandmother, which she told us she was. She's I like, know. my son has five boys, and, and he has... And he's on this show. 401 401k truckers. <laughs> and he has five boys, and they have... And then he has two other young grandchildren. And they don't look like me. Yeah. That's <laughs> why she sounds like a man. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I was just like, can we just get our Rice Krispies and go, please? So, then she started lecturing me on PC plus points. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, please. I just want to go. Your fucking app was hacked, and it's never worked. So, all in all, she ended. This whole experience was like... From racist cops to chatty Cathy's to nosy neighbors. We were like batting 100, like literally... This is all within the span of 20 minutes. Yeah. So, we were like A-OK before that. Yeah. Like, we literally were walking across the city... And we didn't experience anything crazy. We were, like, house exploring, yeah. which is fun. What does this tell you? We come back to our area. Got to get out of here. It's not It's not just the hobos. It's no. the cops. It's the local residents. Yeah. It's the cashiers. Cashiers. <laughs> making our lo- I even saw I saw a cat lady in Loblaw. So I, that's why initially you're like, do you want to go get some fruit? I'm like, oh, I see her in the fruit. I didn't want to alarm you of cat lady. What is she buying? We should have followed her. Oh, I John, know. that's your sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. What was she buying? That's the weird thing. She was hanging out in fruits and vegetables, and then she left without anything. And I, I, sp- I watched her leave with nothing. <laughs> she had all the cat food. Yeah, and so then I was like, yeah, now we can get some apples. Because I didn't uh, want to be about her business either. You should have told me. So we got a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just open up my notes over here. I don't even know where you want to start. We did Loblaw. Let's start last week. Let's do a review because we didn't do the review from last week. Of shows? Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about Better Call Saul? I just finished listening to the Better Call Saul Insider podcast. Oh, word. So you'll probably have more light on this than me. Yeah, because on that podcast, I like it. It's hosted by the editor of the show. Mm-hmm. And they always have Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, the creators. Peter mm-hmm. Gould was the guy who was on Talking Saul. Oh, yeah. And then they also had Bob Odenkirk. They mm-hmm. had the writer of the episode, mm-hmm. and they had another Nacho? editor. No, no, not Joe, but Bob Odenkirk. So what do you think overall of season three of Better Call Saul? What do you think of the finale? What do you think of the show? So overall, for those of you guys who don't know, Better Call Saul is the spinoff prequel to Breaking Bad. And it follows the lawyer, Saul, yeah. a.k.a. Jimmy McGill, yeah. um, through his trials and tribulations of becoming Saul, Saul Goodman. Goodman. Um, so this is the season finale of season three. Yeah. And I thought it was good. Yeah. However, I wish it went a bit further. Okay. Or it ended on the previous episode. So I give it on the fast bender scale. Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. I give Better Call Saul season three finale 8.5 out of 10. 8.5? Yeah. I'm going to give it a strong 8.8. Okay. The one thing that was lacking for me, there was somehow no Mike. Oh, yeah. And they didn't even bring up Mike why he wasn't in the episode, like on the podcast. That's true. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. Like, he's definitely pretty close to becoming Saul Goodman. He even is kind of Saul Goodman in some episodes where he likes uses that name. Yeah. So spoiler alert for those of you guys who don't know, the season finale basically ended with him and his brother on the outs. Chuck. Chuck. How do you feel about Chuck? I hate Chuck. I've always hated Chuck. But is that a mark of 
good acting, good writing. Like, you're not supposed to like Chuck, right? No, you're not supposed to like Chuck. But, but do you like the actor who plays No, Chuck? I don't like him either. Really? No. I don't like him either. I like Michael McKean. Ugh. He I reminds either. me of, like, the dad in Home Alone. Yeah, he kind of... <laughs> and I don't like him. He's, like, such a lazy son of a bitch. Kevin McAllister? What's his name? Like, George McAllister? I don't know. Greg McAllister. He's so lazy. The mom did everything in that damn show. Yeah, and I'm not convinced that the dad was the breadwinner either. I feel like no, the mom No, of course he was, Of course he was. You could tell, like, that dad was having affairs on the side. Oh, 100%. Like, he, he was going on, quotes, business trips. Yeah, he picks up the gold tooth at the end. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> He did nothing. <laughs> he was glad Kevin was missing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I just want to go to Paris. Yeah, he's just like, I just want to do two things. Uh, never mind. I was trying to make a, <laughs> I was trying to make a Anchorman reference. I wouldn't know it. No. So, so yeah. So basically, the one thing I didn't like is that the season finale basically kind of Chuck hits his demise. He gets kicked out of his firm. Yeah. Or like bought out, I bought guess, out. out by Howard, my yeah. favorite. Yeah, I was going to say, you love Howard. What is it about Howard that you like so he's much? He's so charismatic and he stands up for justice. All he cares about is his, like, his law practice yeah. and doing the right thing. And the fucking McGill brothers <laughs> keep screwing him over. Yeah, he even like that guy was on the last episode of the podcast yeah. and he's like, Howard cares about these people. He's like, he paid for Kim's law yeah. school. He gave Jimmy a job. Totally. Even when they, when he left HHM, he gave him that other job at that other, yeah, the season two. Yeah, downing, downing and firm or yeah. something. Yeah, and then it's just like, Chuck, he brought him back. Yeah. And he's like, here, I'm giving you two million of my own money, dollars. Just to shut up. Yeah, just to shut up. And it's like, they all screw him over. They all screw him over. So my only fear is, one, Howard won't be in the next season. Because it's like, what do you need him for? And he had, like, a pretty epic ending where it was, like, victorious. Like, he kind of ended on his own terms. Then I didn't like the way Chuck basically went off the rails. And then he ended up basically lighting himself on fire by hacking all over his house to, like, figure out where the only sole part of electricity was coming into his house. Yeah. Um, Through his detector. Oh, that's that chick who never puts dogs on her leash. Oh, I hate this she chick. She has the... Oh. oh, see, this is again why we hate this building because people have their dogs, giant in dogs, in the uh, lobby without leashes. And look, six, all these people, six people just walked in, and guess what? This chick is gonna hold up the elevator because yeah. her dog's not on a leash. Yeah, walking around, and she threw some shade at you one time. Too. Oh yeah, she thought I was like stealing newspapers from yeah. our friend Matt's apartment upstairs. Yeah, it's like, meanwhile, chick, you don't even have your dog on a yeah. leash. We gotta be thrown out of this building faster than you can say. She never wears shoes. Yeah, I know. It's she disgusting. She wears slippers outside. Uh, anyway. Should we marinate this beast? Oh, yeah. 720? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of sad that Saul's over now. Yeah, because it's also like, that show takes notoriously long to come back. Yeah. And so, what the one thing, and I've said this before in previous podcasts, the one thing I love about AMC in the previous years during the golden age of amc was that it was perfectly timed so it would be like mad men would end and then like walking dead would start yeah walking dead would end breaking bad would start or something like that i think it actually went walking dead or sorry uh mad men was in like new year january february or March, that ended, then Breaking Bad usually came back like April, May, mm-hmm. and then Walking Dead's always in like October, mm-hmm. so it kind of finished perfectly, and now the only two shows that AMC have is Walking Dead and Saul. Walking Dead comes back like mm-hmm. every six months, mm-hmm. and Better Call Saul comes back, like who knows when it'll be back, they uh-huh. take their time, which is why I think one show is better than the other, because it's like the shows that take a bit longer to come back yeah. usually are better. Right. 
So you're saying Turn is not good? Turn's fantastic. I was watching. You just it. said there's only two good shows left on AMC. Well, yeah. How did you? No, that's because Turn. This is the final season of Turn. There's like four episodes left, so it's not coming back. Mm. If you're talking about current shows that are on AMC, mm-hmm. yeah, Turn's the only good one because nothing else is on. <laughs> what am I gonna watch? Species or whatever? What am I gonna watch? Jurassic World repeats. I love Jurassic Park. That's true. But now turn is good. The blue coats and some of the red coats are actually getting together to like fight against the um, natives. So we watch Better Call Saul. Really Salt. good historical show. Sir John A. Macdonald <laughs> was also a blue coat, <laughs> along with being the prime minister. <laughs> so I, I think it's like I am excited for Better Call Saul to come back. But to John's point, it does limit the amount of shows, like good summer shows. Yeah that are on right now like series wise like new series so we've actually taken to watching an old an oldie but a goodie again oh before we get into that one last better call salt thing how did it feel having gustavo fring back this did you like it or did it feel like too much you think um it didn't feel like too much however what i'm hoping is that they go kind of more into his backstory then like and show some of the other stuff outside of like the first time his like lover kind of ended like show what his like home life is like because he clearly had that house does he have like a t- typical home life you just want to see him make soup for something yeah chilean i want to see soup. like chilean stew again yeah. you come over for dinner to my house and let me ask you this do you think kim is still in the breaking bad era like is she still no. with Saul? Did they talk about that on the podcast they've mentioned it before and basically what the creator said they're like if Kim is still around in the Breaking Bad universe, like if she's still with Saul, mm-hmm. then he's like, they're like, uh, Vince Gilligan's like, oh man, do I feel bad for Kim? Because that means she's no longer like her good um, mm-hmm. lawyer. It's like, because Saul's such a bad person. But like, she has some bad elements to her too. She does, but she's the reason why Saul's still good. Yeah. Like she is a hard worker. She, yeah. she cares about the law. But you can see how bad she felt like, this season when they um, had that trial episode against Chuck. Yeah. And, like, how she knew that Jimmy lied about, like, changing the numbers. Like, she felt so guilty in this and that. Yeah, but at the same time, I also feel like she was the one who, during that, like, restaurant scene, was, like, trying to, like, wheel and deal that one guy with, with Jimmy. So it's, like, there is bad to her. I don't think they're together in the Breaking Bad era just because it's like clearly jimmy ends up by himself pondering life at the cinnabon well that's not that name is gene that's gene yeah so that's clearly later though yeah but you know it's the same as like when walt had to leave his whole family because he he changed his life at the end of breaking bad like doesn't he, mean he's with her then so that's the same thing no he can't be with her as gene because you have to pack up your whole life without them i don't think they're together i don't think so either but mm-hmm. i don't know i do hope again like they fast forward a bit to the Breaking Bad era, like, even if it's, like, the last season, last mm-hmm. episode, and they show him, like, I think the only time I'd be all right if they brought uh, Walt or Aaron Paul back, or, or Jesse, mm-hmm. would be, like, the last episode, like, during the Breaking Bad timeline. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to see Walt pop in just to, like, bump in. Mm-mm. I wouldn't mind seeing someone like a Marie, mm-hmm. or even um, Hank. Hank. That would make more sense, but it's, like... Totally. Walt and Jesse shouldn't meet Saul until Breaking Bad. No, I agree. 100%. Although, I, it would be one of those things like, let's say if Howard bumped in. I always thought it'd be cool if Chuck bumped into Walt at like a bar. Yeah, Something but this like would that. make me wonder if like if we went back. And this is what I loved about the series Lost, where it's like those universes always interacted. Like, 
somebody from John Locke's life ended up being with, like, Sawyer kind of thing, right? And, like, that whole narrative, and they were together at the same bar or whatnot, right? And people came in and out of the But that's because they're all dead in purgatory. No, but shut up, John. I'm just joking. Right? But, like, that's what I mean, though. Like, it'd be cool to have it not be a main piece of it, but it's, like, how we go back to... Um, what is it? Uh, Los Polos, like, kind of thing. Chicken Brothers. And so it'd be cool to see, like, Hank in the parking lot, like, eyeing Los Polos, but then have, like, Saul coming in through the back or something. Right. Right? That'd be cool. So, sorry, you cut me off. What were we, you were saying earlier about New Summer? No, just because I don't... You I, cut me off. Oops, did I say you cut <laughs> yeah. me off? <laughs> Try and I meant me. I cut you off. Yeah, why are the lights all on? Because it's almost dark. <laughs> You're trying to kill the world. Keep going. Um, what you call it? Those on for ambience. Yeah, not that one though. Um, what you call it? Last one's yours. No, thank you. Um, so we picked up watching an oldie but a goodie show just to like kind of have like a good series in our back pocket. We were, you know, teasing the idea of continuing with House of Cards. I feel like that's kind of fallen. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that show. Right? Like, should we just, like, call this season and then start next season? Maybe just read what happens? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to come back into a series when you haven't watched it for so long and try and latch on to, like, the last five episodes. Um, so we kind of gave up on House of Cards. We haven't really watched Homeland. We have a new show on the PBR called The Handmaid's Tale. Which stars Peggy Olsen from Mad Men. And it's all shot in Toronto. And initially, I think we talked about this last week, but the reason why I didn't watch it is because every screen grab I saw was of Peggy in, like, a bonnet. And I'm like, yeah. what is this, like, like House of Prairie time? Like, 1800s? Like, yeah. what is this, Canada 5 right yeah. now? Yeah. And so, like, so I think that's the same way I thought. I never thought it was, like, this post-utopian kind of, like, dystopia world or whatever. And so John showed me the trailer. It did look cool. But having said that, we kind of haven't given that show a chance yet so we re-picked up sons of anarchy (laughs) go back to what you know and love yeah which is like i guess it premiered like 2008 2008 yeah 2007 and so honestly like i still feel like it stands up today yeah i thought the pilot episode was like one of the best done pilots i've Mm. ever seen like re-watching it they set it up so well and you get to you get to see all the characters like you get to know them pretty quickly Mm -hmm. you know what they're all stand for what they're about I still like the show because it's obviously it's like loosely based on Hamlet, I think. Yeah. But um, I was looking on its IMDb. I haven't read any of the Did You Knows or anything, but IMDb still gave it like eight point five or something out of ten. I definitely think like the narrative's really good, the storyline. So it is about a motorcycle gang who like have like turf wars, I guess, in California. Yeah. And then there's like all this stuff from like different clubs. There's the Mayans. There's the. there's the redneck, like, white trash. Yeah, uh, Nords. Nords. And it's just, like, all their fighting. Niners. Yeah, they all have, like, different territory, and they all, you know, just want to make money, this and that. But they get into, yeah, turf wars and stuff. And then stuff. there's, like, internal fighting within the club. But the one thing that was interesting, much like Better Call Saul, and this is why I wanted to bring it up, is AMC is potentially coming out with another prequel or a sequel to Sons of Anarchy. Oh, you're FX. Sorry, FX. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Sons of Anarchy was FX. Yeah. Not my not bad. AMC. I'm sorry. I thought it was AMC. No, FX, um, where all the cool shows go. What you're going to call it. But, yeah, so, it, sorry. FX is coming out with a sequel, prequel, and what that made me think of was how, like, the luck that and the great credibility of Better Call Saul for Breaking Bad, they're doing a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy called The Mayans. Yeah. 
And so, I never really liked that group. I never thought, like, Alvarez in that series warranted, like, a spinoff, to be honest. And so, I just wonder if this is, like, riding the coattails from some other series that have done well. Yeah, of course it is. They're just... Yeah, I I don't know. I think... Maybe... Who knows? Maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised Mm -hmm. and Mayans will be, like, a better call Saul. Mm -hmm. I hope it's not more like a Joey, like, a friend spinoff type thing. The one thing you and I were saying, and I thought Kurt Sutter, the creator, was going to do this, was, like, do a prequel of, like, the first nine. Yeah, the original Sons of Anarchy. The original Sons of Anarchy, which I actually think would be an amazing series to watch. I think And I would actually call it the first nine. The first... That's what you would call it? Yeah. I'd call it... Or first nine. Original nine, or like Sam Crow nine. But on their on their cut, yeah. it actually says first, first nine. nine. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, I know. Sons of Anarchy is good because there's so many strong characters. It's just like, oh, I hate some of them, like Piney, the old guy. Why? Like, to me, he's like Chuck. I'm like, he's just so old and grumpy. I'm like, just die already. Like, yeah, I'm, but he just wants to be happy. He wants his kids to be healthy. No, nah, he hates Opie. No, he doesn't. He, he loves Opie. I know, but I just want Clay to shoot him in the back of the head, like, with his shotgun. Now what happened? Yeah, at the cabin. He blows him away. Wow. But then when I think about it, because we, obviously, it's like the show's been over for, like, five years. Has it? Yeah, it ended in like 2012 or 2013. Wow. Starting 2008, It definitely ended before 2014. Okay. But just remembering some of the storylines and episodes, it's like, wow, this show is really good. It's also really just like dark. It's dark, but it's just so well written. Like, just, I'm going to count how many, agree with me or disagree when I say these are strong characters. Mm. Gemma, strong agree. character. Yeah. Clay. Agree. Jax. Agree. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, like Opie, yeah, like they, they, yeah. Okay, but or even just like, like right now, like let's say Hale, yeah, he's strong. That the ATF female. Oh ATF. yeah, I think all of the characters are written really well. Like I always remember you saying like Gemma, Katie Seagal yeah. deserve like an Emmy for like yeah a lot of her seasons. She never got. I, I don't she think never she ever, got anything. I think she got one nomination, but it was like even the show could have been nominated for best drama, mm-hmm. like. Clay should have been nominated for, like, yeah. Best Supporting Actor, this kind of stuff. I always wonder if shows like that were too ahead of its time. I think so. Maybe. Like, maybe in this era, if it came out now, as, like, it, it just, I maybe it was just too gratuitous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I thought it's pretty good, so I'm enjoying it. We're almost done the first mm-hmm. season. Uh, is that anything else you want no, to say? No, that's it. That's it for that? Yeah, I can't wait to watch another episode. Yeah. So we got that. Uh, we'll watch another one tonight. Next thing on my list, do you want to talk Canada Day stuff? Yeah. So, I just wanted to bring this up. This was interesting. Actually, let's go in chronological order. Let's start with Friday. Okay. So, are you aware that this Friday, your boy Jay-Z dropped his new album, 444? Only because you told me last week. So, he only announced it, like, say, three weeks ago that his new album, mm-hmm. 444, was going to be coming out as a title exclusive. Mm-hmm. We've we talked all about know how we, f- we feel about title. Yes, it's a piece of shit. It's, I don't know. Anyways, so I just want to... This is basically what happened. Tell me what you think of this. So, I'll, I get it. His album's a title exclusive. He's an owner of title. Mm-hmm. But the album came out June 30th. If mm-hmm. you didn't sign up for title by June 26th, you did not have access to listen or stream his new album. So if you signed up to be a title subscriber on June 27th, 28th, 29th, or 30th, yeah. you couldn't listen to his new album. You had to sign up before June 26th. Okay, wait. So how did you get it? I, I just listened to it. I oh, don't have okay. it. <laughs> I listened to it. Okay. Yeah, I don't have it. 
I listened to someone ripped it onto YouTube. So oh, okay, I that's why I was wondering. So I'm like, oh, did it drop on like no Spotify or Apple Music or no, something, or no. did he release it somewhere else? It's only on that's title. so stupid. Then exactly, it's not okay. on anything it's else. It's not on anything else. And that's so ridiculous. You're punishing people if you don't subscribe in time. Yeah. It's like, what if I wanted to listen to it like previews first? Yeah. So isn't that stupid? No, it is so stupid. Right. I just think that's dumb. Do you have to... Oh, yeah. Dan told us this. Yeah, it's, like, to, it's a monthly subscription. That's bananas. It's like Spotify or Apple Music. It's that they punish you if you don't sign up in time. No, that's ridiculous. And Over that man. What do we learn? If Rihanna, Beyonce, and Kanye West can't get you to sign up for Title... Yeah. Who else is left? And Jay-Z's he's like... He's 50? Four, he's 47 years old. But I did play you some of it. What did you think? Like, just, I actually really liked yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> but it's stupid. It's like, put it out everywhere so everyone can yeah. listen to it. No, I'm sure it'll... It's like... He, he is going to put it out on all streaming services. Yeah, well, might as well if it's already out on YouTube. Well, it's out, it's out on pirated sites. Yeah. So if people want to download it... Snoop Dogg admitted to downloading it illegally. Cause really? Because like, I'm not signing up for a title. <laughs> and that's the man who speaks the truth. <laughs> So I just thought that was silly. It's mm-hmm. like if you didn't sign up before the twenty sixth, mm-hmm. isn't that isn't that just bad business? That's like old way of thinking. Like people, yeah. you want young people to buy your album or stream your album. You're not going to do it by getting them no. to sign up five days early. What are critics saying about it? Uh, it's getting really good reviews. It's very personal. These are things that he admits on the album. Mm-hmm. His mom, lesbian. Really? Yeah. Uh, he admits to cheating on Beyonce. He admits to her having miscarriages. Because of his, like, cheating and stuff like that. Who did he cheat with? Uh, I don't know. It's also, like, I'm sorry. How do you cheat on Beyonce? She's also, like, the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful women. And, like, talented, like, in terms of, like, ambition in the world. And I'm sorry, Jay-Z's awesome. I do like his music, but he's ugly. (laughs) He's ugly guy. He's not good looking. My favorite is their kid looks exactly like like (laughs) Jay-Z. Hopefully those twins get some of the Beyonce gene. Yeah, but, uh... So, the, yeah, there's, like, a whole... You should read about the, the album, because he's all these things he admits to. Like, he calls out Kanye West, calls him an idiot, basically. What? All these things. He talks about, like, how, like, new rappers suck and all this kind of stuff. Okay. So, it's his most personal album. Okay. And it's entirely produced by No ID. Who's that? It's a producer. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I think the beats are really good, and the, mm-hmm. some of the songs are pretty good. So, if he ever um, puts it out on Apple Music or something... I can download it and make him a band of the week, but unfortunately, no title subscription, so Oops. can't make him the band of the week. Although he is actually part of the band of the week this week. Yes. Because of your choice. Yes. So then the next thing, Canada Day, since we're still talking about music, I wanted to float this by you and tell me what you thought. Mm. So it's Canada 150, and the big thing going on in Parliament Hill in Ottawa was they had a massive gathering, massive concerts. Host, everything was hosted by Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister. He hosted? He hosted Canada Day. I really should have read more about this. Yeah, I saw some. And he is like a good spokesman. Like when I was watching some of yeah. the footage, he's just like enthusiastic, energetic, yeah. just all that kind of stuff. But you two, sorry, Bono and The Edge performed one song. Yeah. And then they flew out to Cleveland for a concert. What are your thoughts? Do you think that's cool that they flew in to celebrate? Is it weird? Is so, it- okay. It, clearly, I need to read more stuff. I did hear some of Bono's message from Parliament Hill before we went out that day. And so, to me, my question, and I don't know if you know this, is where in the lineup of things happening during that day did Bono and The Edge come out? It was somewhere in the middle because they had to fly to Cleveland. So, let's say it was like, tw- I think it was at like 12 in the afternoon. So, I would hope that the attraction 
came more so from whatever else was happening and that wasn't like the peak of like celebrity there because i think it's kind of a shame that for canada day right especially 150 we can't get canadian talent to be like the draw well they did they got headley again i say it's like why not get like like exactly to this point it's like how drake came to like toronto square nathan phillips square like as a surprise like it'd be great to have like Something like that, like an arcade fire, but like, guess who, or whatever the hell it is. Right. Right? Like a rush or somebody, like tragically hit. Where are they all damn day, every uh, day? Gord Downing made an appearance. He did? Yeah. Good. Like, let me like live off those royalties. Yeah, I'm trying to look up to see who performed at Canada 150 in Ottawa to see yeah. if there's other big bands. Was it raining? Yeah, it was raining all day. Aww. Which kind of sucks. So let me take a look. What is your thought on it? I think it's cool. I don't know why my voice just cracked. No, I do think it's cool to show support. Like, I don't think we need to be isolated in terms of that kind of stuff. And I know, like, there's, like, Bono is a preachy person. He's also, like, a pretty big philanthropist. So I think it's, like, it's a nice gesture. I just don't like that, like, some of the... Exactly to this point, I know that Bono and The Edge came. I have no idea who else is on the lineup. Yeah, and all, all that's coming up is Bono and The Edge. Exactly. So it's, like... Not homegrown Canadian talent takes precedent for Canada 150. It's like Irish people coming in. Exactly. I'm trying to see here. Hold on. Let me... Um... Even if it's like to me, it's like how Noel Gallagher at least lived in Toronto. I'd feel more... Did he live in Toronto? Yeah. He totally lived in Toronto. And so it'd be like, chill if it ended up being like Oasis reunited to yeah. do that. I'd have more like appeal for that because he lived here. Yeah. For so long? Yeah, exactly. So, he did live here for long. So, these are the bands. The only bands that I can see that stand out to me are Walk Off the Earth. No idea. Uh, Patrick Watson. Oh, I love Patrick Watson. Who the hell is that? Who's Patrick Watson? From Montreal. Yeah. Marie-Josie Lord. Lord? No, Marie-Josie Lord. Oh. (laughs) And Bono on the Edge. Mm -hmm. And then anyone else. There was... um, Oh, yeah. There was... Okay. So, there was Cirque du Soleil, Alicia Cara... Oh, she's supposed to be really big. Yeah, she's Canadian. Walk Off the Earth, they're a pretty big Canadian band. Mm-hmm. Lisa LeBlanc, uh, Serena Ryder, Gordon Oof. Lightfoot, that old bag of bones. He's not playing Massey Hall? Shocking. I know. I'm, I guarantee you he's still singing a song about the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> it goes on for 20 years. And uh, those were the main people who performed. So. I, yeah, I feel like Serena Ryder is like, all she does is perform at these kinds of events. Yeah, because that's all she All does. she has. Um, but to me, it's like, and here's what I'll say, it's like, the bigger celebration for me about Canada happened a week prior at the amphitheater. Arkells and July Talk. That was an amazing homegrown concert. Well, the Arkell performed a free busking show in Vancouver. That's for badass. That's awesome. Yes. Right? So, I don't know. Well, yeah. do you want to talk about the rest of our Canada Day weekend? Yeah. So, Saturday was a fun-filled day. Uh, we were trying to get into, like, are you writing over my uh, recipe Ribs. stuff? Yes. <laughs> we, um, we wanted to see a movie Saturday afternoon, which was Canada Day. Mm-hmm. And the only movie, what's the one movie you want to see this summer? Planet of the Apes. What's this one called, like, End of the World or something? War of the Apes. War of the Apes. You're into it. You, you love Planet of the Apes. It's so good. I'm still not convinced on War of the Apes, Planet of the Apes. It got, like, rated as, like, the best film for this summer. It's like, bring back What's-His-Face. Cornelius? No, the James Franco. What? That one was horrible. I don't even remember what happened in the last movie. What? I guess they all lived. 
But the one movie I wanted to see was Baby Driver. Yeah. When did you hear about this Baby Driver? I heard about it a while ago, but the name threw me off because mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to... Like, and I saw the picture. I'm like, oh, I don't know who this kid is. I don't really yeah. give a shit. And then I watched the trailer. And even the trailer, I was like, okay, what's so funny? Calvin just sent me a song, but I have no idea what it is. Should you click on it? <laughs> Your friend sent you a song. Calvin is basically the equivalent of John who sends me, like... The most insane hip-hop music. What is this? So this is Darkness and Light, John Legend, featuring Chance the Rapper. Ooh. Called Penthouse Floor. Mm-hmm. Is this new John Legend? Yes. Calvin is also a quintessential hipster, where he doesn't like things that people listen to too often. All this trouble in this here town, all this shit going down. I like, I like the, the bass. Mm-hmm. Can we get to the chance to rapper? Part? Yeah. I want to see how he raps on this. Even if we don't get all the rap, it's fine. Ooh. Oh, I like this part. There's chance to rapper. Here we go. It goes everywhere. Yeah, it's a cool song so far. Here we go. Knock, knock. Who there? It's us. Us who? Just us. Who this? Just playing. Just me. New phone. New hair. New era. I'm in the penthouse, baby. Handpicked from bad apples and bad eggs. Hell bag. I had to grab my legs. And then there were only but a few. Conversations, conversations. What a party. What a view. What a dress. You like him? Yeah. I just had jewels. What? I like Chance the Rapper because he reminds me of Andre 3000. I can see that. Like, that cool style. Sorry, you were going to look up Baby Driver, right? Yes. Uh, so I saw the trailers. Trailers were all right, but then I started to read all the reviews, and people were like, oh, this is unbelievable. Like, the directing's Aww. so good. The, actings are, the actors are great. The music was the main selling point. Like, the soundtrack's unbelievable. So the film Baby Driver um, is about a young guy named Baby who's a getaway driver. So after being coerced into working for a crime boss, this young getaway driver named Baby finds himself taking part in a heist doomed to fail. Right. And so essentially it stars this guy named um, Ansel Elgort. Is that his name in real yeah. life? Okay. And I guess he was the only thing he was in was like Fall from Stars or something. Fault of Our Stars. Fault of Our Stars. That was like his... He's like a bunch of like teen movies. Teen films. Um, super cute kid though, right? Yeah. And then... Um, Kevin Spacey, John, John Hamm, yum, yeah. right? Jamie Fox, um, Shane from The Walking Dead, and then Flea from the Red Hot Chili Flea Peppers. from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then like that's about it. Yeah. Um, but overall, like to John's point, the film is like nonstop action, and it got like pretty insane reviews as well. So, so what, what do you give on the fast bender? Yo yo yo! How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog, you get eight, because that white boy crazy. On the Fastbender scale, I would probably give it 8.5 out of 10 as well. Really? Yeah. i give it like a 9.2. Wow. I like that a lot. Okay, why? First of all, the music, it's like one of the only movies where I literally think there was music throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Like, there was very few scenes or that didn't have any music mm-hmm. and all the music was awesome a lot of the songs i didn't know some of the songs i knew mm-hmm. so first of all the soundtrack was bumping 
all the action scenes and the driving scenes mm-hmm. far superior to any like Fast and Furious, far superior to like the movie Drive. And you said that they did nothing was like CGI it's, or anything. No, it's they all did. like actual stunt drivers. Mm-hmm. I thought the opening scene was one of my favorite scenes since like Mad Max. Yeah. Just like that bank robbery chase scene was so cool. So good. Uh, all the acting was great. Thought John Hamm and Jamie Foxx are really good. Yeah. Uh, there's a few, and it's just like I get it. like you got to spend or suspend your disbelief for some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I liked it. Like I just I just went along with the movie, and I was like, oh, this it was under two hours. I'm like perfect length. Mm-hmm. I could have watched a bit more. I there was a few things where I'm like, okay, whatever, that's kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. but I thought overall it was just really good. It's like to me, that's the kind of summer movie I like to see. Not like transformers or any bullshit like that so not big blockbusters well not when they're done right sure like like mad max is a big blockbuster oh yeah that's true but like superman versus batman like no, no. transformers no what Aven- the plan of the Yeah, we'll see that one sure because <laughs> i heard all the monkeys are practical monkeys right yeah they all <laughs> they are they're smarter than us uh cornelius Exactly. So what do you give it an 8.5? I think the one thing... Okay, so absolutely loved all the acting. I had like a mini crush on that kid towards the end. Really? Like he's such like a daredevil. Cradle snatcher. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> right? And so... Um, what you call it? He was super cute. I actually really liked the soundtrack because I thought it was really cool because they did stuff from like the 60s, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, which was awesome. But they did like hidden stuff from pet sounds like they actually use the song pet sounds yeah which is great which i don't find is used in anything outside of like a beach boy film right which was an outstanding i really like john ham in the film and you and i were kind of talking about this before and after where we haven't really seen john ham in like a breakout role for film kind of yeah. thing and he's really great at both comedy and drama oh yeah but like this role is basically written for him yeah it was written for him. and then i thought he did a great job yeah, I thought he was awesome. I thought all the acting was mm-hmm. really good. Even, like, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. He had, like, a small scene, but he was pretty he good. He was really good. So I think it was, like, overall, I thought the movie was really great. To me, it was mainly, like, Act 3. So, like, the final part yeah. was a little, like, to me, a little bit far-fetched. Like, Kevin Spacey coming around to being like, okay, I'll help you for love. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, but that's just where you gotta be like, okay, let's just go with it. But this, to me, it's like, was it too rushed? then that ending like if they gave it more time could it have like gone somewhere else and so like the one thing i will say from it like you and i are both editors so from an editing standpoint yeah. i thought whoever edited the film did an outstanding job in terms of like beat editing all of the motion to the song yeah. choices and so you read an article that said that the um director writer yeah who did the film picked yeah. all the songs ahead of time and shot towards them. Uh, I didn't read that. You must have read that. No, you said you did I didn't that. say so that. I said, wouldn't you have like edited the songs to the music? And you said that the act, the director guy had an idea of all the songs he wanted to use that initially. That sounds like fake news. No, you're fake well, news. Then I must that have... sounds like a Donald Trump answer when I call you on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a gif of you with Baby Driver CD on your head and me like tackling you. No! <laughs> But, Anyways. But then we bumped into someone at the movie theater, which was Yeah, funny. we saw 
Apparently, I didn't hear her calling either. I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything. We were in such a zone. And we like to go to the varsity, th- varsity theater during the day because we like to see movies with old people. So, it's also like, it's a smaller theater. It's clean. It's safe. It's not like insane. And we get there and apparently somebody started calling our names and yeah. we didn't hear it. So, we just kept going on with our lives. But it was our dear friend Ferris yeah. who was with um, her dad, Pops Ferris, and Cam. Yeah. So- and so, it was nice to see them. Yeah, so we bumped into them. That after the movie, like we said, it was Canada Day, so we decided just to like go for a walk and explore all the things that were happening during the day. Mm-hmm. So we walked to what Nathan uh, Nathan, well, Queens Park. There mm-hmm. was some like bullshit festival going on there, yeah, with, like, like some Ashley banjo play. Yeah, like French Ashley McIsaac playing. Yeah. And then we walked down the Queens Park, mm-hmm. and no, it, you just said we walked to Queens Park. Okay. <laughs> we walked down the Nathan Phillips yeah. Square. <laughs> At like six o'clock, and we were watching the performances. It was pretty packed down there. Yeah, you weren't having it at all, though. I was trying to take a picture of you, and you're like, "No, I no. want what do I?" Because like I was like all disheveled. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> tired. It was hot. I was sweating. I didn't have my yeah. dude wipes. But it was like it was a nice celebration. Yeah, it was good. And then we from there we went home, and we decided to stay in, not go out to see any fireworks. But we did see some fireworks on our balcony. Mm-hmm. Which was really nice. Which was fun. So we did that. And it was just like... And then we watched more Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Which was good. So it was a good Canada Day. I thought it was a good Canada Day. And then what did we do on Sunday? So then on Sunday, um, we were like, oh, okay, why don't we go back and see my family and go try and do something outside because it was supposed to be nice weather for the sunday as opposed to the saturday which was supposed to be raining right and unfortunately the weather in toronto is never accurate so we ended up deciding to go strawberry picking yeah at this place called downey's farm because one of my colleagues at work told me she took her daughter there and her daughter who's around our nephew benjamin's age had a blast right so we ended up driving at about 11 45 yeah around then to go to downey's farm in caledon ontario yeah um not super far from where we are and it was john myself my mom my brother brandon and benjamin our nephew yeah four-year-old nephew four-year-old nephew it's super sunny me john and my mom get there first it was hot like sweat bucket super hot sun is out not no cloud in the sky right right we're waiting for my brother and ben to come and then out of nowhere as soon as they get there like not with like without a beat we pick up our baskets to like go um strawberry picking to start it and like started like thunder shower tropical rain torrential downpour on us and i'm like this is the point where i'm like oh god do we just call it and go back to like the cars? I was cars? like, oh, I don't like being wet in my clothes. No, and then having to sit in our clothes and like walk all the way, like or sit yeah. and drive home, like that's not pleasant. And no. you, you kind of brought up a good point. You're like, rain like this will be like ten minutes, and then it has to die down. Yeah, if it's like torrential downpour, it doesn't mm-hmm. last for hours. It's like the light rain will last all day. Yeah, but torrential downpour comes and then goes so we actually made the best of it so go on to my instagram i'll uh, post a picture yeah, i for you to post i know i'm picture. gonna post some pictures uh from our canada Day weekend but we managed to do some strawberry picking which was fun even if it was raining yeah. um and then which we was did it we actually did a rain dance that actually made the rain yeah. stop, which was like great timing which on my part. Which was amazing timing on John's part. And Benjamin, who was four, was like ate it up completely, which was sweet. Yeah. But then, yeah, it was really cute. Like, we were all just like having fun in the fields. And I felt like, for those of you guys who haven't been to Downey's Farm, I think it's like, it's pretty convenient. It was like really accessible and just like a nice time. 
outside. The sun did come out, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we kind of played around there. Then we went back to my folks' house, and you were trying to stop me from buying this. Yeah, I forgot this because halfway, like after on Saturday, after we went to the movie and went to Nathan Phillips Square and all this shit, we went to Canadian Tire to look for plants, and you ended up buying like all these sports memorabilia. Yeah, because I was like, who doesn't want to play sports? So you bought a bat, a t-ball set, a glove, a ball. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, you're trying to buy some like other things. I'm like, what are you anyway, doing? You're I just want these kids. Whatever. So we have we have nieces and nephews. Yeah, it's like um, hello. First of all, we have nieces and nephews. Clearly, this stuff is like super fun to play with. And you, you're telling me you don't want to sock some dingers off yeah, that day? Of course, day? I want to go play with it right now. Exactly. So we bought like this like t-ball stand, which was like. Fourteen ninety nine on sales. Yeah. We already cleaned up. It was like $34 regular. Yeah. Um, which you didn't call it. And we took that to my parents' backyard. Yeah. And so my dad, his pride and joy is that backyard, I think. It is a great garden. It is a great garden, but I definitely miss it like how it was when me and my brothers were growing up, which was not a garden. Yeah. And it was just like a giant grassy backyard with a hill right kind of thing it had some plants but you could like run around and play now it's like we're trying to play with the kids back there and there's like nowhere to run because you're like in a giant hosta plant right if you do it so we were playing and like ben got really good at hitting and he would like sock the diggers yeah he was hitting home runs into like the neighbor's yard or into the plants and my dad came out with like a giant stick it was like don't go in the garden yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, like he's spray us with water like, get out of my garden yeah so so freaking silly so that was hilarious so then we ended up playing in the front of the house yeah. near the street and i'm like yes this seems safer in front of the cars in front of the cars yes let's not endanger the garden but let's endanger our lives instead yeah so anyway so that was a lot of fun so we stayed there till about six but we were outside in the sun forever oh, yeah i was pretty spent you were that. spent i was exhausted and then we obviously were doing laundry yeah and so yeah no it was fun like so we got home at like about 8 30 last night which is when we were driving down the garden we saw the giant can- oh yeah it's- canada day 50 150 duck and that duck's close to where i work so i'm gonna see it every day when i take the streetcar. how long does it stay here i don't know i, I don't hope know forever either. this thing's fucking 150 thousand dollars dare i ask how's nobody pop that fucking thing is it inflatable i assume so i thought it was like some plastic concoction oh so if it's just like a blow-up doll, that thing should cost like five grand max. No, it was like, I think like upwards of like $250,000. Yeah, a, a quarter of a million dollars. Which is bananas. Now I gotta see that bastard every single day. It's just like, do you remember in Ghostbusters with like the Michelin man? Yeah. The marshmallow the man? marshmallow man. That's what it felt like. Like when we were driving on the garter, I just like looked to my right to look at you through the window. And all I see is this giant duck head like Ugh. staring at us. And I wish we took a picture. It was so fucked up. I'll take a picture for you. I'll take a picture and post it on the Facebook page. I know. But it's just like out of context of being on the waterfront looking at it. It looks insane. It's just also weird. I don't know. Like, it's just strange. It's so stupid. Anyway, what else is there? Uh, Well, we're almost done. But then today we had a fun day. We Mm. were busy doing some work, cleaning the apartment. Then we went for like a nice stroll around town, like checking out potential places to live and such. Well, yeah, I guess it's like the new chapter. We always have new chapters on the podcast. And I guess season 15 of the podcast might end up being us like actually putting into motion looking for a new place to live. I think so. Not because of Hobo Watch 2017. Just because we've outgrown this place. Exactly. And so I think it's just like we were walking around different neighborhoods today and just kind of checking out what we like and what we don't like and what we want in a place and what we don't want. 
And so it'll be interesting. I think you had a really good idea for like each of us to write down what we have to have. What's necessary and then what's like secondary and then what's Mm -hmm. like I can live without this for sure. Totally. I almost want to do it like an episode of House Hunters International though. Yeah. And we should like film it and do it like a whole process to show like when we show like our families like this is what we ended up picking. Yeah. It's like house number one, two or three and like to the exes over yeah like, we can do that i think that'd be hilarious maybe even next week we can make a list and then talk about it on the podcast definitely well i guess it's like although next week i might not even be here oh yeah we might have, <laughs> i guess i'm doing another solo podcast unless i do it so next week oh, there's not gonna be much time to do no one next week. so Whoa. this week and next week is gonna be bananas because it's busy for both of us and then friday messed up next week yeah friday um i have to leave for a conference in king city ontario then i drive back that night because then john and i have matt and mel our friend's wedding who live upstairs in beamsville yeah then i go we come back here then the next day i go back to king city for sunday and monday then we come back here for gorillas for the gorillas concert that night then the next morning i fly out to dallas fort worth texas right then i fly from dallas on thursday into montreal thursday night and then come back to toronto on friday night so when do we do the podcast i guess i'll be doing my own podcast is that the finale no there's two episodes left so the penultimate the penultimate you'll be on the finale but if there's any theme do you want me to talk about next week or something maybe i can send you my thoughts from different locations no you're gonna be around wait no i won't yeah you're wait i'm not even gonna be around to do it i guess i'd have to do it sunday because monday we have the concert yeah so you're not gonna be gone you're just gonna be here unless yeah you record your thoughts from your hotel room yeah and stuff like that other Val's thoughts from where in the world is valerie gomez yeah so we'll do that but mm-hmm. at least you guys have had a bunch of good episodes this season totes my goat should we end this thing since we're already at an hour yeah i'll make potatoes so initially well i guess next week if i'm by myself next week i'll do the band of the week but do you have anyone you want to do this week no nah, i already teased you with penthouse no you so we also forgot to mention we went back to the gym this week oh yeah and i took you to the track on top of the ymca and yeah. that was dope it was awesome it was just after five laps i was like it's so fucking humid and i'm dying my favorite part was we were doing our own thing that came and was on the treadmill next to you i'm like check out what i'm listening to i'm like i'm like look i'm listening to the future and then you were like look i'm listening to asap rocky and future i know it's so good so i found a swagged out uh gym playlist like hyped up playlist on apple music so what was your favorite song that came up then so i, I actually listened to it like three times really? it was called swagger Swag- no swagger swagger like us swagger like us by ti featuring jay-z kanye and little wayne and little wayne off of ti's paper trail album when is that one that one i think that's the one with the live your life song with rihanna like it's it's an older album is it? Yeah, this is like 2007, 2008. Oh, I thought it was a newer song. No, this is a, this is an old, old song. So yeah, I was listening to that song, and that was like a good, like, it definitely made me feel better for like running around. Like, I do think there is a, a point where it's like, a lot of people choose like, oh, I'm going to listen to like pop anthems, or like, what, like, indie rock or whatever. But listening to hip hop and like gangster rap at the gym is like, pretty fun. Well, I was going to say, T.I. became, like, my workout music, too. Because mm-hmm. here, this is what I was going to make the band of the week two weeks ago because of the gym. Yeah. 
But um, hold on, uh, what album is it from? Uh, but yeah, this is the song I love. That this is my workout song. It's called ASAP mm-hmm. by Ti. Mm-hmm. And just listen to. Tell me. ASAP. Like. Yeah. Listen, this is me running on the track. Yeah, exactly. I'ma blow him off the map, ASAP. <laughs> so he makes awesome like. Well, this is this is Ti from 2004. This is when he was still like a uh, trap rapper. This is before he was in Straight Outta Compton. He was never in Straight Outta Compton. Wasn't he? No. Didn't he play the cousin? No. In the house that got raided. No, he was not in. Oh no, I'm thinking. Uh, How are you? Th- are you thinking the movie ATL? No. Wait. Oh, wait, wait. Fuck. What movie? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What movie was it? I don't know now. Because he was good in it. He was the cousin. Fuck. I, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, but what... Okay, hold on. Let me look up his IMDb page, because now it's going to bug me. T.I., I think his real name's Clifford. What movie was it? Fuck. Yeah, I... Because I thought he Hard was... Hard Rock. Hard Rock? Oh, the one with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, get Hard. Get Hard. That's the one. Yeah, he was awesome in that yeah. movie. Yeah. So, so he's a good, he makes good his music now sucks but yeah when Swagger Like Us came out that was in his like good era yeah so I was like pretty all over that song yeah actually you know what maybe I'll make you a TI playlist for the gym if you want totes uh, so anyways the song of the week by the band of the week is Swagger Like Us mm-hmm. by TI featuring Lil Wayne Jay Z and Kanye West this is before Jay Z was freaking out about Kanye I guess exactly they're in still in the Watch friends. the Throne era so even before, before Watch that the Throne, actually yeah, yeah. So why don't we get into it right now? So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605. We'll put pictures, gifts, memes, YouTube videos of redneck rib makers. <laughs> and then follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Matt Malenkamp. I am at Valgomez23. Better post that picture <coughs> live. I will. Until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. And that's it, because I won't be you on it. Be here. <laughs> Let's go make some ribs. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. Mr. West is in the building, swagger on a hundred thousand trillion. Hey yo, I know I got it first. I'm Christopher Columbus, y'all just the pilgrims. Thanksgiving, do we even got a question? Hermes pastel, I pass the dressing. My attitude is tattooed, that means it's permanent. So I guess we should address it, huh? My swagger is Mick Jagger. Every time I breathe on the track, I asthma attack it. Why he so mad for? Why he gotta have it? Cause I slay my whole life. Now I'm the master. Nah, nah, nah. How I feel to wake up and be the shit and a urine. Nah, nah, nah. Trying to get that Kobe number one over Jordan. Can't wear skinny jeans cause my knots don't fit No one in the corner got a pocket like this So I rock, rock jeans cause my knots so big You can learn how to dress just by checking my fresh Checking, checking my fresh, checking, checking my fresh 
Follow my steps, it's the road to success Where the niggas know you're better when the girls say yes But I can't teach you my swag You can pay for school, but you can't buy class School of hard knocks, I'm a grad And that all blue Yankee is my graduation cap It's over Dipping, dipping rovers, whipping with the soda Over Did you even have any doubt after doubt if it's over? In the swagger, dagger, all metal And my jewels, blue and yellow The type of shit that make them call you Carmelo Rules as follows, stay true to the ghetto Write your name on the bullet, make you feel special Ha! What the fuck you boys talking about? I know it's us cause we the only thing to talk about Necessary, living revolutionary, nothing less than legendary. Gangsta shit, hereditary. Got it from my dad, blow colder than February with extraordinary swag. John Mallon and Val Gomez.